We all know how to keep your computer safe from viruses, but how do you keep your soul safe from demons? How many magnets do you need to eat to become Magneto? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This This Paranormal Life! Yo! Welcome back to This Paranormal Life, the weekly comedy podcast where every Tuesday we investigate a different paranormal tale, case, or claim and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not. As always, you're joined by myself, Mr. Kit Grimalvena, this guy across from me, Mr. Rory Powers. How are you doing today, Rory? I'm doing fantastic, and I love the idea that Magneto simply ate an enormous amount of magnets to gain right. his powers. Uh, following along that premise, Captain America just ate a lot of hot dogs to, <laughs> to become the one and only. Now that you mention it, Magneto seems a little too smart to follow that line of logic. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, he probably achieved that power in a lab somewhere or something like that. Yeah, the, the kind of people that would try and gain powers by eating things, they don't do a lot with their lives. <laughs> <laughs> They don't yeah. really attain any amount of power. You don't want an Avengers task force protecting the world. And yeah. that's how they got their powers. When I tried to become Thumbtack Man, <laughs> I spent four years in the hospital. <laughs> four years, man. Four years. They took a while to pass. They actually stick really well to the lining of your lungs. Um, yeah, it was not good. It was not good. It's kind of uh, It's kind of really the opposite of a meritocracy. Normally we let people run society that have done very hard difficult things well nothing's harder than eating a box full of f***ing thumbtacks i mean i, I could become a doctor after the amount of time i've spent in the hospital <laughs> they're rushing me into a and e and i'm like you fools you think your mortal healing will work on me thumbtack man ah <laughs> uh, we digress we don't like to dilly dally at the top of an episode do we rory so we're going to dive right into today's investigation So on this week's episode, we're going to do something extremely rare for this paranormal life. We're going to help someone. Oh, okay. Normally, we prefer investigating the paranormal from a safe distance. And usually, I will do anything I can to avoid using my experience and expertise as an investigator to help anyone. If we had starred in the Ghostbusters movie, we would have got the call asking for our help. But instead of capturing the ghost and saving the city, we would have podcasted about it while the city burned to the ground. Yeah, very, very, very likely. And yet, we received an email from a listener that I just couldn't ignore. Literally, I tried to delete it. Gmail wasn't working that day. And my Wi-Fi was done. So I had no choice but to read it. An immortal email. Hey guys, my name is Kara. And heads up, this is going to be super long. I've been having trouble with strange phenomena, specifically pertaining to electronics for as long as I can remember. There's no real way to definitively sum up my relationship with electronics, so I'll just list a few things that happen to help you get a clearer picture. I I feel like we're already too involved in this person's problems. I feel like when the SWAT team comes to wipe all evidence of this mutant, (laughs) we're going to be wiped up in the process. They're going to see that the email was opened and we're now on the hit list. This is dangerous territory. And now all you guys listening... Why don't you listen out for a little red dot sign on your forehead? Because now you're all a part of this. It's so true. I mean, the amount of times I've had to destroy my laptop because a Nigerian prince wants to loot me in on his little scam. I don't know what kind of bank he's robbed to get that kind of cash. Exactly. And now you're part of the problem. Thing number one. Lights start flickering when I don't feel well. My mom used to come into my room and ask, what's wrong? 
about 30 seconds after I started to feel sick. I thought it was some sort of weird mother-daughter telepathy until she told me that she checked on me every time the kitchen light directly under my bedroom flickered. Oh, this is cool. I'm back in. I studied cinema and theatre in college. I know that cinema sounds like a very stupid major given my issues, but I committed before I fully accepted what was happening was real. <laughs> this is like... Why does my, that sound stupid this because is like, of her issues? Because she uh, has trouble with electronics. Oh, right. Well, she's yes. not going to study stones and dirt <laughs> at university. This is a little like Magneto working in like a, a metal factory. Right. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm trying to get to here. My projects would regularly disappear from computers or get wiped off memory sticks for no reason. Oh, okay. My professors witnessed it enough that they routinely gave me grace periods. One professor was known for being strict and never accepting late work. He always said, if it's not there when they need it, they're not going to run it. He gave me two extensions over the course of my college career after witnessing film delete itself or become corrupt when I imported it. There was one project in my narrative film production class where a teammate went behind my back and changed something I did without saying anything. We watched everyone's projects on the projector and when it got to the spot she changed, I was furious. The projector suddenly died. We had to move to a different room to watch the other projects. By the next class, our room had a totally new projector. I was acting as floor director in my television production class and my headset died. Since it was important for me to hear cues from the back room, I traded headsets with camera one. That headset worked for another 20 seconds or so before it crackled and died. Not having enough time to figure out what was wrong with it, I traded with camera two. The headset made it to the end of the program and then immediately died. Oh my god. When we returned the headsets to our professor, he confirmed that the headsets were not just dead, but broken. Luckily, everyone on the floor witnessed me using them properly. I also developed a horrible migraine right after the third pair crapped out. I'm not sure if that's related. Friends and family regularly make me leave the room when their electronics stop working. This almost always fixes the problem. One notable example occurred when one of my theatre professors, a very no-nonsense guy who previously expressed disbelief in my electronic woes, came into the green room to microwave his lunch. I was chilling on the couch and he went to push the buttons, but they didn't make the beep sound and nothing came up on the display. He mumbled something about it being a piece of junk and I said, hang on, I'll lead. <laughs> After I closed the door, I heard a few beeps and then the noise of the microwave. There were a few seconds of silence, and then my professor just muttered, I hate that that worked. Oh, God. Recently, I decided to look into it more because it's gotten to the point where it's genuinely interfering with my life. What I could find referred to people called sliders. But anytime I tried to read more about it, I got this weird buzzing sound in my head. My computer exploded. <laughs> and a dull headache. I don't know if that has to do with my electronics problem, or if I just got too excited after finding out that I'm not alone. All right, enough anecdotes. Here's the fun part. Evidence. I asked my friends to send me testimonials about what they've witnessed, and here is what they've said. Uh, <laughs> I like that she said, enough anecdotes, and then she's actually giving us a lot more anecdotes. But that's fine. We like anecdotes <laughs> on this paranormal life. So Rory, take a look. Here is immediately a lot of witnesses to Kara's X-Men style control over electricity. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say control. I think that's maybe going a bit too far. <laughs> she, she just left the room and then something worked. It's, uh, 
It's like her absence makes things work. Yeah, that's like me saying I have control over a hamster when what <laughs> my ability is, is where what I can really do is just punch it in the back just of the kill head. kill it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of um, screenshots here from a mobile phone where I assume our um, electro goddess has asked her friends to tell um, stories about her abilities and this is what we're seeing here. We're seeing we're seeing screenshotted Snapchats <laughs> behind the curtain. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that Kara just uh, fabricated a lot of screenshots, but I like to believe that's not the case because they are on different apps. And I personally don't believe that anyone on Snapchat would lie. Some of these messages say, my name is Chris, Kara's college freshman year roommate. I've definitely seen her do some weird stuff with electronics. My name is Jen. I've seen electronics act up and glitch when they get close to Kara. This dude just says, I'll f***ing say it. Kara causes weird shit to happen with electronics. Wow. The girl sitting next to her in script... The girl sitting next to her in script writing had a software failure yesterday in class. That's not even an electronics problem. You're just frying mainframes at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're f***ing with the OS. <laughs> at the f***ing code level. There's definitely something interesting about this. I mean, personally at university, I could probably uh, think of kind of on a couple of fingers how many weird electronic glitches like that happened that maybe destroyed work or or something. These things do happen occasionally. Yeah, especially Hard, hard drives film. fail. Yeah. You, well, you did a film degree. You tell me. I did, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Exports uh, failing. Not so much just files <laughs> <X-Men> being... X-Men <laughs> destroying the exports. Not so much files just disappearing off a laptop. You have bad hands if that happens to you. You have evil hands. You definitely you're... can't work in the film industry. That's no. For sure. Old school film, possibly, where they cut everything with a knife. Uh, but yeah, this is this is problematic at best. Kara even says, I actually have about twice this number of testimonials, but because of the damn electrical interference, I can't even attach them to the email. (laughs) She says... What does that even mean? She she says this kind of thing happens two to three times a day. But but it's such a range of things. Uh, and she is actually... she just like trying to text her friends like picks up a phone and it explodes <laughs> she's like trying to email but the buttons are hovering in the sky you should be amish at this point yeah she actually included a video of what happens when she gets around computers and electronics all right okay so we've got a video here of a laptop resting on a bed i assume she is going to put her hands or some something near it She's not, she wasn't even doing anything. She was just <laughs> sitting there and the laptop screen was flickering like crazy. Yeah. I, th- I mean, that was, that's pretty interesting. Like it clearly happens often enough that Kara's friend thought it was uh, funny to film this because she, she was like, this obviously happens all the time. Isn't that nuts that it happens so consistently that they can just, yeah, send a video like that. That's nuts. So Roy, what do you make of this right off the bat? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to help you or kill you. Yeah, banish you to an island. 
you you I think you might be the person that causes some sort of great blackout. Definitely don't fly anytime soon. No, or drive. We're 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 actually getting more electronic actually as time goes <laughs> on. So the limitations are really going to come into effect uh, in the future. Uh, Jesus, what do you even do with a problem like this? Luckily, we're not at the robot doctor stage of the future yet. Because uh, if any of them try and help you, they'll probably go loco. Yeah. They will go insane and try to kill. Because uh, I imagine that those medical bots will be reprogrammed kill bots after the Great <laughs> Robot War. So we don't need any screws going loose. You just show up to the hospital of the future and it's like, oh, don't worry, Kara. It's like, I know that um, we haven't been able to solve your, your problems through conventional medicine, but we have a top-notch, state-of-the-art RoboDoc 3000 here. And she's like, no, you don't understand. Keep him away from me. And this little guy just rolls up and he's like, hello, Clara. I am RoboDoc 3000 here to murder you with your problems tomorrow. It's like, he's already being weird. <laughs> he's already <laughs> janky. He's not even that close to me yet. I am here to solve your life problem now. Allow me to girl for you. Did you say care or kill? I said girl. May I inspect your human flesh? Is that a doctor term or... I mean, all flesh he should look at is human flesh. Can you see it from over there? No, I need to be closer. <laughs> There's a big problem. You got a big problem here. So Kara mentioned earlier in her email... What may be the key to this whole case? When she tried to research her paranormal abilities, she discovered something called sliders. Interesting. Uh, presumably not to be confused with the delicious mini burgers. Sadly not, my friend. God damn it! I That's got... how you got me into this room today. <laughs> you promised me sliders. I said hot steaming <laughs> sliders. Fresh off the paranormal griddle. <laughs> Oh, uh, damn it. Sadly, I didn't mean any kind of actual griddle. Hopefully, though, um, by calling this phenomenon sliders, um, it means that it is a smaller yet still delicious version of already a paranormal tale or case. That's an interesting take. Uh, I don't know if that's why they're called sliders, Shit. though. <laughs> I mean, I have to be honest, whenever I did investigate it, I did, I spent, you know, maybe, sure, 25 minutes looking into the paranormal phenomenon, then a good couple hours researching about sliders. Did you know that they're steamed? All sliders? I think they're steamed. No way. That's not true. Because you can get like pulled pork sliders. Well, like chicken sliders. But I think the original one is the White Castle one, which I think may be steamed. That's the original slider? I think so. You're talking a big game here, Mulvena. You got to back it up with some facts here. I was in a slider coma when I read all this. That's right, we are talking about a paranormal phenomenon. This term was first used around 1993, so not long ago at all, when author Hilary Evans wrote in her book, The SLI Effect. And this stands for Street Light Interference Phenomenon. She said that SLI is a phenomenon based on claims by many people that they involuntarily and usually spontaneously cause street lamps to go out. Mm. It's not consistent with our current knowledge of how people interact with the physical world. She referred to people who cause this effect as sliders. She spoke to sliders who claim that they'll walk along a street with rows of streetlights, and as they walk under each light, it will extinguish one after the other. That's badass. 
One slider from Sydney, Australia told Evans, Okay, do you want to do your best uh, Australian accent? Oh, yeah, 100%. Any excuse to do my award-winning Australian accent. That's not why we won the award. <laughs> they said they actually threatened to take it back the following year. Because I stood up on stage and said, Thanks for that one, mate. Everyone went, <laughs> oh, oh, God, take it off him. Take the, take the award away. <laughs> I'd been noticing for years that streetlights often went out whenever I was around, but I'd always just assumed it was something that happened to everyone. It wasn't until I started to mention it to other people and drew blank looks from them that I started to realize it was much less common than I'd first thought. Wow. I gotta say, you know, kudos for coining the uh, the name Sliders right off the bat because if you're gonna have something like this that can be considered to be quite cool, you gotta make sure you got you get a cool name, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know, the, the Avengers did it, the X-Men okay, did it. sure. Um, calling yourself Sliders, that's a very cool term for it there was there's another world where they're all called zappos yeah some sure. buzzy bo- buzzy boys <laughs> you know something a lot less cool but sliders yeah. sliders sounds like you know there's a problem at the white house so we need a team of sliders they, they could ASAP. be a crack squad in the sas or something yeah the motherfucking sliders get the yeah. sliders in they just can like creep under the doors through the shadows z- taking the lights out of people's brains yeah it's pretty cool I think, well, good job there. We gotta call in the sliders, chief. They're like ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they basically f***ing don't exist. <laughs> That's how f***ing quiet they are. To get their attention, you just turn on the biggest street light in the world. And a flock the of them. Tower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine being a, a slider that lives in, like, Times Square, New York or something. Oh my God. They got to be mad at you. You got to control your abilities. Oh yeah. Now some say this is happening due to some kind of electromagnetic energy being emitted by the body or because they have psychic abilities. Either way, it's paranormal as all hell. True. And the more I looked into this phenomenon, I found out it's actually not just streetlights. It can be anything, like Kara said. People from all over report things like Watches breaking or stop working temporarily. Light bulbs blowing when the slider tries to turn them on or off. Credit cards or hotel key cards are erased just by being held by the slider. Whoa! Lamps or TVs turn off for no reason when a slider is nearby. Or the volume on a TV or radio changes for no reason. They they are Amish superheroes. (laughs) Ending the reign of electricity. In the future, that's badass. Who knows? Maybe there's some kind of like, maybe this is like a type of human evolution. Our DNA knows that technology is going to like kill us eventually. Yeah. So our DNA is trying to shut it all down, man. That's cool. That's like when I, like, because I evolved, obviously. When I evolved, I started killing all those monkeys because I was like, it's the end of your (laughs) reign, monkeys. I'm the next step. Um, Obviously, not quite the same because on more than one occasion, the monkeys they got the best of me they got the best of me yeah. the one thing that uh that they have managed to keep in their years of evolution is teamwork um <laughs> they're pretty efficient at uh teamwork and and their monkey fists are pretty strong and you know what ironically that actually makes them <laughs> a little more human than us <laughs> in a ways they're the evolution from me because i feel like they have a lot of traits that i, I wish i had in myself friends for one uh monkey pals loving relationships yeah i mean i can't they don't say i love you but they i don't know they seem to hug a lot yeah they have um like a conscience a conscience like a monkey conscience 
Uh, I'm sorry, you saying you don't have a conscience? Literally nothing. I feel nothing uh, all the time. Nothing. I was hoping... No, like, inner voice. So if you, like, pushed over a tiny child in the street, you would just feel nothing. No. The only voices in my head are podcasts. And that's it. That's all there is. I was hoping maybe the monkey massacre would kind of kickstart something. Uh, But it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, you just kept slaughtering monkey after monkey hoping in that voice of reason would kick in and uh-oh you're st- still <laughs> listening to pod save america with monkey blood on my hands <laughs> now i'm just waiting for the next step in evolution to come and kill me <laughs> i i honestly could see that as the plot of a terminator movie waiting for rory from the future to come back and stop you <laughs> it's 20 years later and i have my own zoo and I'm an old man and a slider comes in through my bedroom window and I'm like, well, let's get this over with. <laughs> I knew you'd come for me eventually. So all these paranormal effects with technology being affected by these sliders is kind of awesome. The problem with studying this, though, is that sliders have seemingly absolutely no control over it whatsoever. This isn't an on-command thing. However, interestingly, some sliders say that they believe it's connected to their emotional state. Ah. So one British barmaid and slider told CNN in an interview that... When it happens is when I'm stressed about something. Not really manically stressed, just when I'm really mulching something over. (laughs) Really chewing something over my head. And then it happens. Interesting. Mulching something over. You know what? You know, in in all uh, pop culture movies, comic books, TV shows, the person who has superpowers, they've always been closely linked with your uh, emotional state. Totally. That's why you always get that cliche moment at the start of the movies where it's like, you know, the person doesn't know how to use their powers yet. And and all the the paparazzi are taking pictures and you're like, please leave me alone. And they're like, it's over here. And then you're like, that's enough. And then you go, I said that's enough. And they like explode and all the, all every street skyscraper. Yeah. In Manhattan goes out. So, uh, the very tame version of this is like, yeah, I don't know. You missed the bus. That person didn't left you on red. Yeah. And you're like, I'm so sick of this. And your iPhone just fizzles in your hands. Uh, have you ever had anything like that happen? Like, I know we've established in previous episodes that we are uh, snowflake millennial city boys. But if you were at the Starbucks, for example, and they put, you know, hazelnut syrup in your frap instead of the vanilla syrup, would you be like, you think this is a game? <laughs> and then your, <laughs> your nose starts bleeding. And suddenly the, all the cups start shaking. <laughs> I wish I had ever done anything that cool and dramatic before. <laughs> I know what it's like to be alone. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> we got the wrong order! <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't say anything this cool has ever happened to me before. I'm not a very explosive person, I don't right. think. I, I, I'm quite tame. I'd yeah. probably say thank you for the hazelnut latte, the thing I always wanted, sir or madam. <laughs> and I gulp it down with tears in my eyes. Yeah, I think like most people, I would just relive, if I had any minor argument, i just relive the argument in the shower every morning for the next three years, winning yeah. it every time in my own head. Of course, your cunning wit and intellect besting yeah. the sh- imaginary oh, shower yeah. man You're every time. basically Sherlock Holmes in your own head. <laughs> it's just you alone in the shower every morning just going, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Danny's like, are you, are you okay in there? Yes. 
If you are somebody who loves all things spooky, then Real Life Ghost Stories podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma. I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. And every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday, I release a mini episode, which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners. And every Sunday, we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life stories wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here. Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. But yes, I thought this was an interesting twist, because researchers on this topic actually said... We've received letters from Sliders, and they really wish a bit... Letters! <laughs> of course! <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> we, we've uh, received letters and parchments from, from Sliders. Uh, sorry about the pencil, sir, but <laughs> my f***ing beak exploded when I tried to write a single sentence. That's so and weird. these letters say that they re- really wish, a bit like Kara, uh, who emailed us, that they, they wish they didn't have this power. Of course. A blessing and a curse. Spider-Man said that too. And I feel like all of this just shows how sliders are a weird one. Almost no one knows anything about it, but at the same time, everyone's seen Eleven in Stranger Things smashing light bulbs with their mind. True. Everyone's seen the image of a slider but we just didn't know the word for it. And it turns out sliders are so prevalent in movies and TV. So Hilary Evans was able to write about this topic and get the word out, but was she able to prove it? Was anyone able to scientifically prove it? Some have tried, but through a combination of it being very difficult to test, wildly unpopular with the scientific community, and it happens only by complete chance, means that the results have been very limited. Also, trying to prove it scientifically would presumably require a certain amount of electronics, Mm. which is going to be difficult. Yeah, you're going to need a lot of pen and paper if you want to record this one. Yeah, trying to do this is like researching fire with a tree. (laughs) It's not going to work very well. However, the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research Laboratory, or PEAR Lab, did conduct some experiments showing that the subconscious human mind can affect electronics. They found that test subjects were able to influence the random generations of a computer more than would occur just by chance. Wow. However, the lab was shut down shortly afterwards. (laughs) Via explosion. (laughs) Was it for bad science? Or did the MIBs catch wind of what the scientists were discovering? 
Hmm. We don't know. That's or a third option I just thought of. Did the MIBs come and shut it down to move it to Area 51? Did they shut it down via sliders? <laughs> they sent in the most uncontrollable sliders in there that just fried all the computers. <laughs> Is this something uh, that can be learnt? Hypothetically, we, we, did, we did a bonus episode, I think, once on, um, you know, people who have ESP, which mm. uh, extra sensory powers, I believe, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sensory perception, I think it is. Yeah, where it's like people can, um, you know, heightened individuals who can make certain predictions um, or, as you just said, affect computers and electronics. But um, it was always something that you were kind of born with, never learned. Can I be bitten by a radioactive iphone and kind of get this this power or is this something you're kind of born with as a gift that's a very interesting question i haven't seen anything in my research that would point to that okay. uh, it seems to be something people have for as long as they remember then they finally talk to someone about it and they realize i ain't normal uh maybe it's a little bit like synesthesia people out there who can uh taste colors and mm. uh, see sounds um Many of them don't realize that they have it until they talk to people that don't have it. There's famously the story of uh, a classical composer who was, uh, you know, conducting an orchestra. And he was like, you know, just just a little a little bit more brawn, guys. All right, strings, we need, <laughs> need you to go a little bit like a little bit more citrusy. And they were like, this what the f- is he talking about? Yeah. yeah, he's been smoking ganja again. <laughs> but uh, no, it turned out he found out that day that no one else could taste colors like he could. That's crazy. Uh, But that's a very interesting point. I mean, maybe, maybe. What if, if you're a slider, maybe you can pass it on to your kids. But does that mean, yeah, I don't know if, you know, you do a little like Blood Brothers handshake with someone. Yeah. Does your blood, their blood seep into your blood? Let's not dance around it. If I ate the flesh and drank the blood of a slider, could I control the electronics at will? Kara. Would Rory you like has to, an offer for you. Would you like to come visit the This Paranormal Life studios, an all-inclusive trip? It's a one-way uh, plane ticket. It is. You're going to want to fatten up before the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We've never threatened to eat a listener before. She beats the shit out of me as soon as she arrives. Oh, Using, your powers are like so strong. Magneto. She's just flinging toasters at you from across the room. <laughs> There was one other research project that I thought was really cool. So Dr. Richard Wiseman from the University of Hertfordshire in England once studied the phenomenon of SLI. In the year 2000, he thought to himself, how can I find these people? If we're assuming that they're out there in the world, there's a percentage of humans that have paranormal abilities. How do I find them all? Yeah. He devised a machine he called the Mind Machine. A type of kiosk, so picture a photo booth type thing. Now inside this booth was a touchscreen monitor that ran a program. And this program challenged users to complete a psychic task. uh, Maybe guessing the outcome of coin tosses. Similar to what we tried to do in the ESP episode. All the data was stored in this little kiosk machine and collected. And he put one of these kiosks in dozens of locations all around the UK in the busiest shopping centers, museums, science festivals, and all in all, he tested 27,856 members of the public. Jesus. I'd love it if it was like, 
He built this kiosk, a mechanical frame uh, reinforced on the inside was a specially lit booth with a touchscreen iPad that was able to register a thousand clicks and store all the data on the inside. So if someone with these powers went in and broke it, he would know for a fact that they were special. I mean, it's the fact that it's electronic in itself means if they f***ing touch it, it's going to explode. It's Yeah, I'm just imagining he goes to his kiosk, it's covered in like uh, spray paint, like used joints, empty bottles of Buckfast, and he's like, a slider's been here. People with paranormal ability, for sure. This is, yeah, it's nuts. That's uh, a great point. I think... I didn't make the distinction particularly here, but he investigated SLI, uh, but this was really more just to find people with paranormal abilities in the first place. God, it right. so specifically SLI. Okay. Unfortunately, he didn't find a single mutant. Oh. All his test subjects had the same predictive power of pure chance. So his test may not have been perfect, but it certainly doesn't help us today to prove the existence of sliders. Damn. Someone went and did our work for us and still we have nothing. <laughs> so we That's don't get annoying. to twist it into a yes. <laughs> what do you think, Rory? Are sliders real-life X-Men? Or are they, like one engineer from General Electric claimed, a combination of coincidence and wishful thinking? I gotta say, the most convincing evidence that we've seen so far is the video that we got sent from Kara. Um, from Kara. Yeah. I mean, that was... I, granted, it would t- it's hard to know if it was staged or not. We have to, you know, instill a certain amount of trust in our listeners. Um, which, you know, is difficult because the, the backbone of this show is is don't trust anyone. Yeah. That's the message that we spread weekly. Um, so that to then in turn have to trust people is a difficult pill to swallow. But it was pretty convincing evidence. And to have all those screenshots of messages from her friends... I guess one that shows that her phone still works when she touches it. Uh, but it is evidence in some form from uh, from other people. So true. I and mean, it's quite rare that we get like first-hand evidence from the horse's mouth. Yeah. What do you think? Is it a paranormal phenomenon? I mean, I'm kind of torn. Part of me thinks uh, this is too wild to be true. It's too X-Men. It's too fantasy. But at the same time, I sort of think there's lots of strange things have happened throughout history, you know. There have been people who just are born with freak genetics that allow them to eat f***ing planes. Yeah. They can just eat metal. Is there nothing to say that just someone out there, they have some kind of a bit like a f***ing stingray, an electric (laughs) eel, can't jive with electronics? I know what you mean. Like, at what point, what's a power? Yeah. At what point is something a power? If I was born and it turns out I can eat grass, it doesn't kill me, but I'm fine with it. Is that a power? Does that make me good? Cow man? Sheep boy? I'm, I'm kind of asking you now. <laughs> this is a hypothetical, of course. But if I were if no, able to eat grass. That is uh, way too terrible a power to ever be considered making you an expert. Well, that's... It's, yeah. It's, it's nowhere I, near the, the, the dopeness of Kara's powers. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that, that that's what I can do. I'm just saying, right. like, hypothetically. Yeah. Do you no, think that though, would be a trash power? Yeah, right. But do you think, like, it could work in, like, some capacity to be incorporated into a team like the X-Men? I'm not, I'm not talking about one of the main guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about... you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Guy in the like, su- maybe the guy who makes the coffee, you know? Maybe not coffee. You know, I'm still, I'm still going to save the day now and again, if that were me. You are. If, yeah. I, if it were okay. me. If, if it were you, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, does that make me 
better like Captain America? Better no, than... of course not. He's a super soldier. Well, sure. He's super strength. Well, I'd like to see him eat as much grass as I do in one day. He'll probably kill the son of a bitch. He probably could, to be honest. Well, that's bullshit, all right? Because I've cleaned four fields since this morning. Really? Bugs and all. Mostly bugs and dirt. Because I don't know if you checked outside, but it's a bit of a dry spell. There's not that much grass in the fields. Yeah. You live in central London. Where are these fields, I've by the way? I've got to travel sometimes. Sure. Hyde Park, Regent's Park, that car park right by my apartment. There's a little patch down there. I'm just saying it definitely makes me special. That's fine. There we go. You can't Admit be in the Avengers. <laughs> there you go. You admitted it. <laughs> I'm just imagining it's that scene in, uh, you know, New York City where they're all in a circle back to back. And Cap is like, Tony, are you seeing this? They're coming through the wormhole. Coming down 34th Street, Tony Stark is like, I got it, Cap. I'm going to use my ion defibrillator to neutralize their central intelligence. And I'm just like, yeah, I saw, I saw, saw a couple of them down by the park there. So I'm going to go eat some grass. But I'll, I'll maybe see if I can, like, punch them or something while I'm doing it. I just need to fuel up real fast behind this 7-Eleven. You're so weak because you haven't been able to find any grass. Captain America's like, I think the grass is actually making you ill. The strongest and healthiest I've seen you was when you hadn't eaten any grass. Even if Thanos ate pure grass and you were eating all his food supply, it would still be such a weak power. To be part of the Avengers. One of the bugs has like Captain America in a, in a freaking headlock choking him out. And I'm like, oh shit, man. I need like a fucking leaf or something just to give me the goddamn strength. You're like Popeye, <laughs> except you don't even get strong. Captain America's like, you've got a gun. We gave you a gun. Shoot him. Oh, I just like, I, I sold the-, the gun for grass, Cap. <laughs> and it turned out to be fucking weed. <laughs> I can't even eat it. <laughs> I got high, passed out. (laughs) They took over the universe in that time. Um, Yeah, this is tough. Uh, It's hard to know what is a power and what isn't a power. In terms of, you know, something that could feasibly happen, I don't know, this is pretty close. Sometimes I go through huge periods of time where I just electrocute everything with my hands. Mm. You know, I can't even open doors because I'm getting zapped. If I touch people, I zap them. That's the closest I felt like I've come to having a power, uh, but a power that only hurts me, uh, which is not something you really, really want. Um, So this is like not a more useful version of it, but um, definitely something that could be applied uh, to be helpful. All right, Roy, we can't beat around the bush any longer. We got to decide whether this is paranormal or not. What are you saying today? God, this is the tough part, isn't it? Because it's like, it's not even whether or not we believe it's something that can possibly happen um it's whether or not it is paranormal but i guess paranormal aka something that is not the norm this is pretty strange in terms of being able to affect electronics in some form get i'm saying yes yeah here we go that's a yes baby it's a double yes my friends boom i think we've got enough evidence from kara herself and some of the research uh, being carried out over the ages that I think it's it's possible to me that humans have some limited impact on electronics. Uh, and that to me is paranormal. Yeah, 100%. And whether that's something you're born with or whether that's something you just develop by eating fields of grass, uh, we are yet to discover. I'll be carrying out my own research. <laughs> Mostly on the grass thing. 
Um, but it's very interesting. And um, and Kara, if you do have any more stories or any more information you want to send us, send it in. Yeah, you know, please send a follow-up pup if anything, uh, you know, if you do pull down a 747 using the power of your mind. That's pretty cool. I'd want to know about that. Not yeah. legally, but on the DL. I'm not saying do it, but like if it happens, let me know. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed this investigation into sliders. Uh, I know we're all feeling pretty hungry, so we're going to go get some mini burgers right after this one. Well, I'll shine a grass if you catch my drift, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you could just actually hold the little burger and just in between the patties, you could just put a big old hunk of the green stuff. I don't mean lettuce because I don't want any vitamins or minerals or nutrients. I just want straight up herbs. <laughs> hold the patty, hold the buns. Uh, why did you come to patty and buns, sir? <laughs> That's right. Hopefully you enjoyed this investigation into sliders. And uh, maybe you have these powers and you've never thought about it. Great and point. Now you're, you're finding out a little bit more about yourself. We'd love to hear from you. Send it on in to this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com. I used to be able to drop shit and it would fix itself. That was my only kind of version of this power. Interesting. What like kind a, of shit? I had a broken digital camera once that I dropped um, and it fixed itself. I had a phone once that wouldn't turn on and I dropped it and it fixed itself. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. If anyone has like a sick baby or something. Okay. Just get in touch and what? I don't think that's going to work, my friend. Normally at the end of an episode, we would finish up with some shout outs, uh, shouting out the names of those who've supported us on Patreon. Um, As many of you will remember, we did have to put a hiatus on shout outs earlier in the year. uh, And kind of, we've been uh, running out that list of people ever since then. It kind of got to the point, I don't know, maybe six months ago or something where we figured if we kept going the way we were going, we would quite literally never end. I think we've done uh, almost 1,500 shout outs to date. There was a point where we, we, uh, we had a meeting about it and you were like, if we stop right now, we will still be doing shout outs for the next seven months. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. Because when you think about it, there's only so many podcasts in a year. Yeah. And there's only so many names we can shout out. Exactly. So, you know, it all adds up, folks. What I'm trying to say is shout outs are our greenhouse gases. They were run away. They were out of control. We had to stop. We went net zero. But the factory is going to reopen. The smog (laughs) is coming back. We're getting the economy back running. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we found that the, the way we were doing them before was unsustainable, sadly. But we are excited to bring them back in the future. So... Keep an eye out on our Patreon. We will be bringing those back at some point. I will say it has been a while since we mentioned that we were stopping the shoutouts. So some of you might have missed that or forgotten or didn't catch that episode for whatever reason. So if you did sign up to the Patreon in the last six months or so and you were really expecting your shoutout sometime soon, uh, do let us know. Tough. We're, we're, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We, we agreed this off my glory. You change your tunes. <laughs> Uh, Pay closer attention next time, bozos. Uh, Maybe you'll get the message. Wow. I was just going to say, here's a message. Right. F*** you. Okay, that's quite enough. (laughs) If that's you, send us a a message and we'll be happy to do that whenever uh, the shoutouts do start up again in the next few months. And to anyone who that didn't make a damn bit of sense to, we are, of course, talking about Patreon.com. This is how this paranormal life 
uh, keeps running. The blood in the veins. We've been going for over three years at this point, all thanks to the support that we receive on Patreon.com. Grass don't grow on trees, folks. And we're two hungry boys. We need the support from strangers on the internet to fill our fields. So over on Patreon.com forward slash This Paranormal Life, from uh, around $5 a month, you can get access to a whole host of bonus episodes, around 35 at this point. Uh, These are full-length This Paranormal Life episodes, where we investigate the stuff that just is too hot for TV. doesn't make it over to the main feed. Truly, some of our craziest episodes have been over on Patreon. And at around 20 bucks, you can get the This Paranormal Life Commune t-shirt. Oh, yeah. If you want to look the part and hear those bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com forward slash This Paranormal Life. And of course, if you want to stay up to date with This Paranormal Life, everything that we do All of the links are in the description of this podcast right now. We're talking YouTube. We're talking the Facebook Secret Society, uh, Twitter, um, OnlyFans, every social media account that you could ever want. Too much, if anything. You're going to OD on paranormal content. It's all right there in the description of this podcast. So check it all out. And that just about wraps it up for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out in the socials, like Rory said, in the description below. And we will see you, as always, next Tuesday for a brand new Paranormal Tale. You don't even have to turn off the Zoom or the cameras or anything, because I'm about to do with my mind via my slider abilities. Oh, wow, that would be amazing. Right, we did so say it was real after all, so this should exactly. work. Exactly. Do I have to, like, do I, like, clench my butthole and, like... I don't think so. No. I don't know how to make this work. I think uh, it's more an abs thing. I think crunch that, like, the abs. Like an abs thing? Yeah, your face is going really red, my friend. You might want to take a breath at least. If you are somebody who loves all things spooky, then Real Life Ghost Stories podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma. I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. And every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday, I release a mini episode which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners. And every Sunday, we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life Ghost Stories wherever you get your podcasts.